Podcasts are pretty common. So what makes the Uncommon Podcast uncommon? Well, it's all in our name. I'm your host, Noah Weiss, and we at Uncommon Sports Group understand the unique pressures and temptations that come with the career in the sport industry. We provide uncommon training that helps you successfully navigate common challenges. Hit the follow button on this podcast. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Check out our website and become uncommon. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Uncommon Podcast. My name is Noah Weiss, and I am excited to be joined by Dan Heck and his wife, Courtney. How are you guys doing today? Hey, Noah, we're doing great. We're, uh, we're, we're glad to be on the, uh, the podcast, and uh, anytime we can visit with you and, and the Uncommon Sports Group, it's a, it's a great day. It's such an honor. Hey, Noah, excited to be here. Awesome, guys. I appreciate that. And Dan is the Assistant AD of Marketing and Fan Engagement at Auburn University, and today they will be walking us through how they have managed to have a successful marriage while dealing with the unique pressures and temptations that come with a career in the sport industry. If you have not had a chance yet, go check out our last episode with USG founder and executive director Drew Bowe. You don't want to miss out on that as Drew gives some great insight on the history and trajectory of our ministry Dan and Courtney, so thankful to have you guys both on today. And I want to jump right into some questions here. And what has your experience been as a couple who is making a marriage work while Dan is balancing the unique pressures and temptations that come with a career in the sport industry? Well, Noah, that's a, that's a really good question. I think that the, the key word is, is, is you said marriage work. We try to make our marriage thrive. I, I think that that might just be cliche, but we, we don't want to just go through the motions and just have a just have a, a marriage that is is uh, is functioning. We want to be able to thrive even within the sports industry because a marriage that thrives uh, with all those pressures that you mentioned that that's what glorifies God. And I will, and I know we'll talk about that, but but shining a light and and being able to uh, have a a marriage that that is honoring to God uh, is going to uh, make an impact. We we don't want to just have this be a nine to five job, as you know. Noah, this is not just a this is not just a job where you're going to come in. If I, if I wanted a nine to five job, I, I probably would have been a banker or a lawyer. Uh, but this is definitely a lifestyle. It's a it's a calling. So we look at college athletics as our ministry. Uh, we uh, we love uh, the the world of uh, our coaches and our student athletes and being able to to uh, help young people uh, give back to society someday after they graduate college. So. If there's a, a way that God can be glorified through that and use our, our marriage to do that, we we hope that um, we can do that. So I think when to answer your question, when you have a, an assignment or a ministry or a greater purpose involved, the the temptations or the pressures or the, the logistics of the marriage, while they are real and they have to be you know handled, I think that kind of puts things into perspective to be able to have two people working together towards a common goal. Uh, to be able to uh, to make it all work, so definitely that teamwork and being able to uh, work together, pulling the rope in the same direction. We a lot, of, a lot of this that we're talking about sometimes our ideals. We we're not perfect by any means. So disclaimer here: um, these are just uh, some things that we found in our you know a few years of 
uh, we, we were married in uh, May 2019. So uh, definitely in our in our uh, time being married and uh, being together, uh, just uh, uh, some some things that we've learned have worked well with our marriage. I will um, add that, like Dan said, um, as being the spouse of somebody in such a interesting field that is ever changing, if you're not a hundred percent on board with the vision that, you know, Dan has for our family and where his life is going, I can see it being very, very difficult. So you really, really have to be on the same page a hundred percent of the time. Absolutely. And you guys talk about, you know, glorifying God, honoring God through your marriage. And how has following Christ strengthened your marriage? And what do you think your marriage would look like if Christ was not at the center? Yeah, well, I wouldn't want to think about a marriage without Christ at the center. Uh, you know, Noah, uh, the thing that I think both Corey and I can say is, uh, you know, the, the peaks and the valleys of, of your relationship, of a marriage relationship, um, we wouldn't have even been brought together or we wouldn't have even started dating without the Lord. That That's kind of part of our testimony of, of how we started dating. We we met each other through church and, and through serving um, together. And and so Christ uh, has always been at the center of our lives, even individually. So Courtney uh, has her own relationship with the Lord, uh, just like I have my own personal relationship with Christ. And so th- those, uh, those two personal relationships are completely different, but they are... Um, they're at the center of our marriage. So um, that's obviously um, going to be the cornerstone that, that uh, brings us together. So the fact that, that I think we, we each have our own you know time with the Lord in the morning, we each have our own time. Uh, it, it only is, is uh, strengthened and um, brought stronger when it's united together. So that's, uh, that's been something that has been really, really beautiful to, uh, to go through and see together. Anything else to add? Um, yeah, I think um, one of my biggest joys as a wife is seeing, um, you know, obviously my husband succeed, but seeing God really, really working through him in his career and seeing him grow more every single day. You know, we've been married, you know, just for a couple of years, but I can tell you he has, you know, really, really strengthen that relationship with the Lord, even just in that short amount of time. So it's just an incredible thing to, to be able to witness. Absolutely. So amazing to hear you guys talk about that. It's really inspiring. Um, you know, and sometimes we always, we always mention in our training, the different pressures and temptations that come with a career in the sport industry. But sometimes it's hard to, for students that haven't been in the industry to know what those pressures are. So, Dan, what pressures does a job in the sport industry bring that could potentially threaten a marriage? Woo! Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. I, I think, uh, you know, we we really will always try to be real and authentic with, with young people that ask us that question. Um, because, as we know, it's not all glamorous. There, you know, there are definitely uh, times of the year where uh, it's, it's difficult. We'll talk about that a little bit, and Courtney may even bring it up. But the seasons of, of life kind of match up with the, the sports season sometimes. So what we've really tried to do is, um, you know, try to look at those in advance and um, see them on the horizon before they come. But in terms of specific pressures, I would say the first thing is is just time commitment and time demands. I mentioned earlier the, the lifestyle of working in the sports industry, especially college athletics. You know, it, it really, uh, you're really looking at a lot of nights and a lot of weekends. So um, a lot of times that doesn't align with, you know, the, the, the time that you'd be spending with your family. 
So uh, the time that I spend with my family might be less than other dads or husbands, but I try to really have been intentional about being where my feet are and, and being, um, being able to use that time as quality time. So um, it, even if it's only a few minutes in the morning or a few hours at nighttime, that's going to be the best few hours of my day. So, so just, uh, you know, the time demands are, are uh, a lot greater in the sports industry than they will be in any other industry. Uh, in terms of other pressures, I would say identity. That's one of the things that I'm uh, working on every day is it, this can easily uh, be something that you um, look at as as your identity. So I, I always say that I, I try to make, you know, the assistant AD of marketing that might be on my Twitter profile or on my business card. And but that that's what I do, but that's not who I am. And so I am a child of the most high God. I'm, I'm a son of God. I'm Courtney's husband. I'm Webb's dad. And then after all those things, I'm an assistant AD in marketing. So, you know, those things, um, that priority, I think is really important. You have to keep that, that, um, that level of, of, uh, of intentionality of, of talking and just labeling those and saying those things out loud. The last thing that I would say is, is comparison. Um, comparison, comparison is, is tough in this industry. Um, it, it definitely we're competitive in sports by nature. And when you look at that uh, in a career field, it, it really could be easy to say, uh, well, you know, why is that person uh, being promoted? Or why does that person have that opportunity at another school? We, we really don't, tr we try not to do that at all. We don't do that. We, we're happy for the successes of all of our friends. But, you know, if you really, if you let it, and if, if the enemy, uh, if the devil really wanted to, he could get inside of your head of, of comparing your path and your career with somebody else's path if uh if you let it get that way so comparison is the thief of joy we say that a lot in our house so we we never want to uh we never want our uh story to be someone else's story right and i'll just add um for for the spouse for that wife um comparison specifically in the sports industry like dan said but also you know i would just really encourage like you know through social media like seeing um, other families that are outside of the sports industry, you know, and their husbands are always taking them on vacations <laughs> or <laughs> always at every wedding, never <laughs> missing, you know, a kid's ball game, stuff like that. That can get very overwhelming if you allow it to as a wife in the sports industry saying, you know, well, my husband is not home at night, you know, but theirs is. You know, so you have to just, again, going back to what I said before, 100% of the time on the exact same page and knowing that your greatest support is helping your husband win. That is what you're called to do. So. I love both those perspectives and that quote, comparison is a thief of joy. I think in the modern day with social media, it can be so easy to get wrapped up in, in that rabbit hole of, of comparison and um, looking at other people. But Love you guys' perspectives there. And kind of going off that, Courtney, what sacrifices have you had to make just to allow Dan to do his job well? Um, sure. That's such a great question. Um, one thing I've really had to remember and focus on, um, I just said it, but my biggest job is to help him win in life. Like, you know, as a wife, we're called to be a helper. We're called to be his helpmate. So um, one of my kind of life verses that I've adopted, obviously we all know Proverbs 31, but verse 23 out of Proverbs 31 says, her husband is respected at the city gate, 
where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. And that is one of my favorite verses. Um, it just, it doesn't say in that verse that he's at, he's sitting at his seat at the city gate worried about his house or, you know, not secure in our relationship. You know, um, he has that security to know that I have the home grounds taken care of. You know, there's going to be supper on the table. There's going to be, you know, everything's going to be okay. It's not falling apart when he's not there. Um, so I would say that. And um, number two, I would say I kind of have a two-part focus. Like I got two questions that I really ask myself at the end of the day. And it was number one, have my people felt loved? So by me, have I showed Dan my love that day? Have I showed, we have a toddler, 17 month old, mm -hmm. you know, has Webb felt my love that day? And then lastly, have I created a safe, clean home that is welcoming of the Holy Spirit? You know, as a wife, that is your job is to when he walks off the field, you know, some days, you know, in the sports industry, you know, 12 hour days, you know, when Dan walks through the door, I want him to feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. I want him to feel the safeness and the love and support that he's getting from home. I don't want him to walk in to a messy house or, you know, a bunch of stress. So I think those things all add up to that question of what kind of sacrifices I've had to make. It's not really sacrifices. It's more remembering what my role is in the marriage. And I just, I will uh, take this time just to, just to honor her. She, she really, uh, she really is humble. I would say that uh, she does all these things excellently. I think, you know, when we started dating and uh, when we started uh, the process of, you know, we had got married, um, there's really no playbook for this. So as much as she was able to see during the, during the season of dating and being engaged, it still does not prepare you for like when you're actually married and now that you have a kid. <laughs> so really just going through those experiences just to see her grow into that role. It's really been uh, just a blessing to, to see that. And I would not be able to do what I do without her, her support. I, uh, I joke around, but uh, I am serious about this. She's basically like the, the COO, the CMO, the CFO of the house, uh, the CEO, <laughs> So like in terms of operating things with the logistics of our calendar and, and, you know, the, the house, uh, <laughs> like I, this place would be, she does it all. So I, I don't even know how she does it, uh, but she does an amazing job. So, um, that's my chance to, uh, just to, you know, give her a shout out. I, I would not be able to work in sports and, and have uh career in college athletics. Like we said earlier, she wasn't all in on it and didn't understand it. So, um, that's, uh, that's a blessing for, for me. I love that. And I always like think of, of a marriage in, in, the, in the professional environment as like your team off the field. And I really see that with you guys just gelling in that way. Like it's so, just being on this end, it's like so inspiring and motivating as a, as a young Christian, like looking towards that and in my future and the future of our listeners. So that's, that's amazing to hear from both you guys. And, you know, one of the biggest things that we emphasize in our training experience is the importance of Christian community and fellowship. And how has community and fellowship impacted your marriage? Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, that is a good question. I, I would say, I would answer that uh, in a two-part question. I would say uh, in our time being married before COVID, 
uh, looked like a lot of things, like different than it does now. And in terms of uh, in fellowship and community, I, I, I'm very thankful for the power of technology like this to be able to visit with you, for example. Um, but also, you know, before COVID, we really would have been, uh, you know, in, in in a church every Sunday in a small group in person, uh, being able to, you know, really not have be as concerned about risk, for example. Um, but especially in the sports world, uh, with us being around athletes and coaches and and uh, and and just the amount of events that we're working and and being asked to us, we've really tried to stay uh, safe and clean uh, as much as possible with the virus to yes. to not put ourselves at risk in some of those um, highly uh, highly crowded environments uh, with a lot of people. Um, so obviously, we we've have our our family unit and people that we're close with, and we're. We're definitely vaccinated, so um, pro vaccine family. We, we definitely uh, would give in a plug for those who uh, have not made that decision yet to find that find the information and uh, and make a decision for you. But but we we are vaccinated and and uh, definitely has allowed us to be more having more in person community and fellowship, which has been great. I would say uh, from a from a uh, locally, that's what I would say. Nationally, uh, we're very thankful for a group like Uncommon Sports Group and ADs for Christ, which yes. a lot of your listeners are probably aware of, um, having just a fellowship of believers that are um, not just Christians, but also working in sports and specifically in college athletics as athletics directors or um, associate ADs, senior associate ADs, assistant ADs. So everything from, um, you know, weekend getaway with, with some, of those, uh, some of those friends of ours or couples or just being able to have a monthly Zoom meeting with with some of uh, our friends in the ADs for Christ world, or even just picking up the phone call and, and uh, texting, and just being able to have that uh, fellowship and being able to disciple um, and be discipled and mentor um, with another believer uh, is really great. And especially um, a group like ADs for Christ is very very inclusive of the spouses. I think from a spouse yeah. standpoint, that's that's really been something that's been helpful for Courtney to be able to build a community, not just in Auburn, but also seeing that, hey, there are other spouses doing this just like me in the industry, in college athletics. And so very thankful for um, for groups like Uncommon Sports Group and 80s for Christ that are able to um, kind of open up and expand the net a little bit. So amazing. And, you know, 80s for Christ and those groups are just a reminder that you know, the Christian fellowship is not just in the church, but also it's it's all over the industry. And that's something that's a big part of our ministry is really communicating that to, to the young professionals that, hey, you're not alone in this. There's there's other Christians that are in the industry that want to walk alongside you, just like ADs for Christ and those other great organizations. So thanks. That's right. Yeah, appreciate yeah. appreciate you mentioning those. Those are amazing. And you know, really just when I think about your guys' marriage and to see how much you, you love each other and love the Lord. And I think about Matthew 28, 19 through 20, where, where Jesus tells his disciples to go make disciples of all nations. And we'd love to just ask you guys, how have you guys used your marriage to be lights for Christ in the sport industry? Yeah, I would say, yeah, I would say really uh, try to not just talk about it, but be about it. We try to try to live by example. And, you know, really there's, there's a lot of different styles of, of spreading the gospel and, and uh, in spreading, you know, the love of Jesus, I think. Uh, if we're not if we're not living it out and in actually doing it, then it, it really is an empty set of words. So we uh, whether it's uh, through social media, I would say, or even just in our community, but even just in the office, you know, Courtney is not in the office obviously every day, but um, maybe it's uh, just 
uh, talking about her or honoring yeah. her in front of coworkers. Practically speaking. Yeah, yes. practically speaking some things of, or like um, answering a phone. If, if I'm in a meeting and she's calling and, you know, she's the most important thing. So while what I'm working on is, is important, you know, if, if she calls me, um, we usually text at work. So if she's calling, especially, I know that probably we need to pick up the phone. Uh, definitely want to uh, just say, hey, this is the most important thing right now going on. And I need to, this, I need to talk to my wife right now. Um, I think there's definitely um, something to be said for just the, the ministry. Talked about that a little bit earlier, but especially in college athletics, um, there are uh, 18 to 22 year olds who may not um, know what it's like to see um, a marriage or to see a God, at least a marriage that honors God. So we want to be able to say, hey, uh, you know, we uh, we may not have it all figured out, but we love the Lord and we love we love you. We love God. We love people. And so if, if we can be an example to to maybe young people who are striving to um, to be, you know, a man of God or a, uh, a, a wife that mm-hmm. uh, is successful in the home, that we can do that through this marriage. It's an honor for us to be able to do that through uh, whether it is social media or or at the at the workplace. Um, to add to, I think, especially now, I feel like there is this fear that in the sports industry, especially, that if you are so, I guess, public that you're a believer and that you, you know, you follow the Lord, there's such a fear of a stigma that you're either going to be weird looking or you're not going to get the promotion because you're so, you know, kind of out there with your Christianity or your belief. And I think it takes, um, I think it takes couples, you know, like us and like-minded believers to come out and not be afraid. You know, the Bible says that, you know, he will give you boldness. So if you ask for it, you know, say you're just bold and you just ask the Lord, you know, Lord, give me something today, put someone in my path today that Mm -hmm. I can share your love with. He'll do it. And also, um, we also pray together. I will say we pray together as a couple Mm -hmm. to be given situations as a couple to be able to bring, you know, the light of Jesus to the sports industry specifically. I think God loves specifics. Mm -hmm. So when you say specifically, you know what, God, we're hand in hand and we want to make a difference in the sports industry for you. I think he really, really Mm -hmm. loves that and we'll work. Yeah. And I would, I would say too, just, you know, we, um, we, we talk a lot about just, uh, you know, whether it's social media or, or people, seeing us, um, I may not be, you know, walking into the office with the Bible in my hand and, you, you know, I, I, I never want to be weird about it, I guess I would say, but I just, again, like the way that we live our life, people will see that and start asking questions. So that's, mm-hmm. that's kind of the, that, that grace flow that she talks about where, you know, somebody will be put into my path. Um, maybe I have a worship music playlist going on in my office in, in the athletics complex. And, uh, maybe, maybe it's a, a coworker, sits down to uh, just ask me a question and that's playing in the background and they might ask what I'm listening to. Maybe that's an opportunity for me to say, Hey, well, you know, it's uh, elevation worship. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's a great song. Um, so just being able to just little moments like that and, and just um, just praying for the eyes and the ears to see that that's, yes. that's, that's what I, that's what we pray for is just the wisdom to know when those moments are during the day. 
Um, so we, uh, we're very blessed to be able to, uh, to have this marriage, to be able to, to glorify God for sure. That's amazing. I mean, just, wow. I, I love all those different scenarios and in responses you guys gave. And one that really stood out is, is boldness, right? And I think boldness comes from having the right priorities, which you mentioned earlier. And if it's your faith and your marriage that are, that are first in that priority list, you'll, you'll be able to be bold in the workplace with your faith. So it's amazing to hear that from both you guys. And, you know, final question here is what advice would you give a young couple who is trying to have a successful relationship while working in the sport industry? Yeah, uh, team, team, team effort. Team hack. Team, we say team hack. Uh, it's a team effort. Teamwork makes a dream work. I mean, it's, um, again, you, you need to be on the same page. And, and really, uh, I guess for, uh, for, the, for the individuals working in sports, uh, I, I won't speak for the spouse directly, but for those who are working in sports, uh, you know, coming home with this lifestyle, you know, one of the things that I've, I've talked about, and actually, there's an author called Patrick Lencioni who has written about this, but it, um, it's kind of con convicting sometimes to think that in our office, for example, we do such a great job of communicating. I, I will be 100% on returning emails. I try to be 100% on returning phone calls or being proactive to plan out a, a, a budget forecast for the next year or uh, strategic planning and visioning. We have no problem doing that in the workplace. So why, why doesn't that translate into the home atmosphere? That's, that's something that I um, am continually working on is, um, you know, if those priorities are in line that I just talked about of, of God and, and Courtney and, and family and then work being last, a lot of times, you know, I, I don't actually live that out because of, you know, the time and the effort that I'm putting into work definitely needs to be excellent. Um, but am I really, you know, are we bringing those things into the home environment? Um, some of those little practical things could, uh, could be implemented um, in the home environment to, to have a successful relationship. Um, for, the, for those working in sports, definitely the, with how crazy the, the schedule is, just that, um, that intentionality piece of just you know, going over the top to um, communicate with her, uh, just check in. I never want to be able to, um, I never want to just go through the motions through a day or, or have her not hear from me, for example, like if it's um, even just texting each other throughout the day. Um, or I might just pick up the phone and call her just to, just to check in. Um, I, sometimes I think that I'm communicating well and I'm, and I'm really not at all. So just over communicating things and, and, um, being intentional about, um, how I treat her and, and, uh, reaching out throughout the day. It's, uh, each, every day is different. And so just trying to, to be intentional and make the most of it is, is, uh, going to be the best that you can do. Sure. Um, and then I guess for the spouse, if you're, if your spouse is working in college athletics, I understand. And so I'm going to get really practical just on a few quick things. Um, the first one would be to be extremely, extremely organized. Mm -hmm. um, you do not want to get to your Monday and have no idea what you're going to be eating for supper for the rest of the week. You know, <laughs> The stress comes and, and your family feels the stress when we, as the spouse, are not prepared. So being completely prepared. Um, one thing Dan and I, I love to do is we sit down literally every single week and we have a shared calendar on our phones mm -hmm. and we literally go through every single day of the week and we, we go ahead and forecast that out. What are some things that could be tension points this week? You know, is there going to be a day where 
Dana's not home for supper or, you know, or I'm going to have to go pick up the kid from daycare or, you know, whatever it is. We're very intentional about that. Um, the second one on the same effort, I can say this right here, be extremely prepared for the hard seasons. Like Dan said earlier, your, your life kind of goes in seasons when you're in college athletics. And as a spouse, we have to know what the toughest seasons are going to be. So for us specifically, it's going to be, you know, obviously fall sports is, is a very, you know, if it's going to be a difficult time, it's probably going to be during um, the fall or spring crossover season, you know, where you have those good couple of weeks there that, you know, Dan might have two basketball games, two midweek basketball games, and then a huge home event on that Saturday. And I just have to know in my mind as the spouse, you know what, this week is going to be hard and, but I'm going to get through it. And what, what ways can I pivot the family to be successful? And I just really have to think and thinking that way too, of it's just a couple of weeks, you know, it's just a season. A lot of times as a spouse, it can feel like a whole lifetime, but it's not, it's just, you know, a couple of hard seasons. And then lastly, I can say for the spouses is definitely, we have talked about it. The whole podcast is to stay in community and not just any community, stay involved with spouses that understand your unique seasons. Um, not everybody understands what it's like to be a spouse in college athletics. So that's getting involved in organizations like 80s for Christ. They have a wonderful spouses group now. Um, organizing things at your own school. Be bold. We talk about boldness in this family a lot. You know, be bold. Step out there. Invite, you know, go, go to your husband's office and, and get an email list of the spouses in the department and say, you know what, I'm going to have them all over for brunch and we're just going to kind of fellowship and talk. Um, and then, yeah, be just be around spouses that know what you're going through. That's what I would say. Yeah, I would say one last thing that I uh, did not mention, which kind of wraps up a lot of these is, uh, I think, a buzzword sometimes in the business world is work-life balance and work-life balance in college athletics. I really say it does not exist. So we, we say work-life integration. So yeah. uh, that's kind of just blending them all together. And we have not had a chance yet to do this because of COVID last Last year, obviously, our um, our event, our attendance, um, and our uh, our you know stadium and our arenas were at limited capacity. So, really, did not lend itself, especially having a, a baby under one years old, to attend a lot of events. But one of the things we're looking for this year is uh, attending events together as a as a family. Um, and uh, if, even if it's an event that I'm working at, you know, having Courtney and Webb there when he's old enough and able to come out there just. You know that that's a great what a cool experience for a, a you know a, a toddler or a two-year-old or a three-year-old to be able to have those memories of growing up running around at at mm -hmm. Auburn Arena or even at mm -hmm. a, a soccer match or at the football stadium uh, to be able to you know have that be where your dad works your mom works right. so we're really trying to look at ways this upcoming year on how to how to have uh, family time um while working events or yeah, events. So even more than we already do. That's so awesome. those are, those are really good practical tips, uh, for, for the spouse and, uh, great job, baby. Thanks. All right.
So awesome. So So awesome, you guys. Yeah, thank you so much. And I think the next step for you guys is to publish a book on all these, all these topics. So I'll be, I'll be looking forward. I'll be looking forward to to reading that one day and just appreciate you guys so much for coming on. I know our listeners will be so blessed. I know I was so blessed just hearing from you guys and just the the marriage you have in in the sport industry. As hard as that can be, you guys have navigated it. And then we'll we'll be praying as you continue to navigate it. It's so exciting to see. And if you guys want to get involved with Uncommon Sports Group and the mission that we are on, apply for our training experience on our website at uncommonsg.org. That's uncommonsg.org. Next time on the Uncommon Podcast, the USG staff will be answering your questions about how to successfully navigate the sport industry as a follower of Christ. And we are looking forward to sharing that with you. Until then, we pray that you will strive to be uncommon by glorifying the name of God in whatever you may do. See you soon.